Okay, Podsters, this is it. This is your tipping point, your moment to take action or live with never knowing what could have been. We all have that thing that we know we are meant to do that scares us, that we're not sure we can do, and that we know we need a little help doing. My Do the Thing Fall Retreat is happening October 13th through 15th in where else? Cape Cod, in the tranquil seaside town of Chura, where I've hand-selected a beach house for nine like-minded women to get together and do the thing. You already know that there's a life waiting for you on the other side of this thing. And this powerful, intimate two-and-a-half-day workshop is exactly what you need. If you don't do it now, you probably never will. Don't live with regret. Do the thing. Click the link. Fill out the very brief application. Let's hop on a call because I want to make sure it's the right fit for you. Together, let's do the thing. Welcome to Unmute Yourself, the podcast. I'm Nancy Medoff, keynote speaker, best-selling author, executive coach, and equity evangelist who literally wrote the book on women in confidence. And I'm Beth Knaus, creative copywriter who works with female entrepreneurs who are done putting safe and general content out there and ready to walk the fine line between honoring their bold voices and perspectives and honoring their professionalism. We are on fire and on a mission to inspire and empower you. And who are we kidding? The world to speak up, stand out and get your seat at the table. If you're looking for straight talk and a weekly shot of confidence, you've landed in the right place. Beth and I met while collaborating on my number one bestseller, Unmute Yourself and Speak Up to Stand Out. We hit it off and we knew right away that we needed to keep these important conversations going so that women around the globe will speak up and stop building our own glass ceiling. So here we are coming at you weekly with a perfect blend of realistic strategies actionable tools and real life stories to bring these important and somewhat controversial ideas to life. Doing so with humor, kindness, and the occasional shenanigans. Get ready to feel empowered and inspired to speak up, to stand out, and to build your confidence toolkit. Note to men or women who are not working in a professional capacity, we see you too, and we promise you the conversations here will inspire you as well. So buckle up, folks, because here we go. So welcome, everybody, to our one-year anniversary podcast broadcast. How do you like that? Yeah, I think that's good. Happy podversary. Happy, are we toasting? Yes. Oh, yeah, we do. Do you really have champagne in there? <laughs> no. Is that a mimosa? Mm-hmm. It's pineapple kombucha. Oh, you're so zen. You're so zen. No more gut biome. Oh, okay. Great. Anyhow, happy anniversary, Beth. So, Beth, when we first started the show, did you think that we would do it for a year? No, uh, not at all. I was thinking of that, that we were like, okay, let's do it. When we run out of things to talk about, we'll just switch over and we'll start to have guests, right? And it took off. Beth, how many countries are we in now? Oh, gosh, it's 40 or 41, right? 40 countries, 40 countries. So for those of you who are outside the U.S., we love that you listen. We would love to hear your thoughts. If you're on the LinkedIn Live, throw a comment in the chat. We'll see it. We'd love to hear what you want to talk about. I actually 
So Beth and I, we took a couple weeks off. We pre-recorded a couple of episodes and took a little break. And I was in Israel for two weeks and I met a lot of people from outside the US, obviously. And the issue of women or people, but women really speaking up outside the US in many countries is sometimes a matter of life and death. So it's a really, really, really big deal. We would love to hear what you want us to talk about. We're going we're gonna to get a little more global with some of our topics and we are pumped. We are ready. So ready. Anyway, what are we talking about today, Beth? Wow. So first I want to make one more comment I, because I was thinking, what do I feel like we, that really happened outside of the podcast? Because people see us here all the time and listen to us. And I thought to myself, I've had so many really nice conversations with people, either like on LinkedIn or people that I knew, but listen to the podcast. I've had family members listen or friends of my daughters, and it's just opened up so much communication and connection. And I think one of the pieces that's really beneficial, and people have said this to both of us, is that some days we come on and you and I have different perspectives and different opinions, and it's like... Okay, well, we also have different experiences and backgrounds and stuff. And so it's relative, right, for each of us in our separate world. So I think that's just been fabulous. So our topic is do the thing. Yes. How to do the thing. Yes. Whatever that thing is. That's right. Before we get into it, we do want to note that. So the poll ran for a couple of weeks. We did a poll. It's so wild. We had three topics, work-life balance, how to do the thing, and letting go of what's holding you back or letting go of what no longer serves you. So first it was work-life balance. And we're like, okay, great, because we really want to talk about that in time for summer. Then it was do the thing. And I'm like, great, that's in my blood and Beth's. And she's going to share a couple examples. And then at the last minute, letting go of what's holding you back came out from nowhere. So we are going to actually make that probably our next podcast topic. And also, we're going to talk a lot about that today, because in order to do the thing, you need to let go of either what's holding you back or what's no longer serving you. So we're going to tie it in there. We just wanted to let people know that we get that maybe you voted for letting go or you got a note that was going to be the topic, but we are pulling rank and we're going to talk about how to do the thing. Okay? Absolutely. All right. So, sorry, I cut you off. Did you nope. want to go on? That's okay. All right. So when we talk about doing the thing, so, so this is really, to me, this is really important. The thing can be anything. It can be changing careers. It can be leaving your company. It can be writing a book. It can be retiring early. It can be quitting your job and moving to Vermont and opening a luxury inn. It can be starting your own business. So is there anything that I didn't list that you want to make sure we, we mention? No, but I think a good point is that the size of the thing is really up to you. Like maybe that's setting boundaries with your roommate or partner or something like that. But it doesn't have to be this thing. It has to be anything that you have just held yourself back from doing. And that now it's just like, it's time. It's time to do it. So how do you make that happen? Because obviously it's uncomfortable or it's challenging in some way, right? It is. And by the way, I thought of one more. It could be speaking on stage because that's, I hear from a lot of people that's something that they want to do. Yes. And so people will often ask me, what, why'd you write your book? 
And I think they're disappointed when I tell them that it was the middle of COVID and I had a lot of time. So that that's what actually, that was the catalyst that prompted me to do the thing, to actually do the thing. I wanted to do it because I wanted to get this message out to men and women, right? We've talked about imposter feeling and that men feel it too. Right. And then I realized that when having breakfast with someone in New York many, many years ago. Um, so it's, you want to do the thing. Sometimes there's a big catalyst. I would argue that more times than often, there's not. Like when you open your first business, because you've had a few, right? Or a couple. Mm-hmm. When you open your first business, was there a catalyst that said, today's the day I'm going to start my company or my business? So I will say I have had some catalysts. The first time was when I opened my hair salon in Boston. I think I was 22, maybe. I had worked for two absolute lunatics in hair salons. And I was like, surprise, everyone. I digress. That's a story for another day. And so I was like, I knew I wanted my own business. I knew I could run a business. And even though there were naysayers, and we'll talk about that in the letting go part, but I you know, just got up one day and turned to my then, I don't know, fiance maybe, and said, I can't do this anymore. I'm either going to open my own business or I'm going to change careers. Mm-hmm. And once I said it out loud, I was like, Pfft. and I started to look at spaces and I just, like when I'm in motion, I don't have space for mind drama. The mind drama for me happens before. And I try to, when I make a decision or a choice, take action as quickly as possible. Because Mm -hmm. if I have that lapse time, I tell very few people, I tell people I know who are going to support me. I don't tell people going to go, oh, well, how's that going to go? Because I don't have time for that. Either support me and encourage me because I'd rather try and fail, which I haven't done, right? Or I haven't. Or, you know, don't try at all. Like to me, I'd rather tell people I tried and it didn't work out because then at least I know. Right. I think we're similar in that, that, that there might not be a catalyst. There might not be like, I, you know, woke up one morning and was hit by a lightning bolt and decided this is the day. However, we're similar like this. We've been thinking about it for weeks or thinking about it for months. And then one day that's the day. Like that's, that's how I make my decisions too. Chad brought up a really good point. And by the way, for the podsters that are listening to this, you're listening to a live broadcast of our anniversary episode. I just want to remind everybody because I don't know if we mentioned that. So Chad threw a note in the, in the comments that that COVID made a lot of us realize what was important. And I totally agree. I completely agree. I mean, we've talked about the great resignation, the great reevaluation. We've talked about all of that stuff. So COVID was a catalyst for a lot of people to drastically change their lives. Would you agree with that statement? I would totally agree. And just like you said about your book, I feel like there's so many books on the market that were driven by people going, well, what the hell else am I going to do to write that book I've been talking about? And so. Absolutely. So you started more than one business. Yes. What do you think? By the way, everyone, we're going to get to how to do the thing in a minute. We we want to lead up to that. Um, We will eventually get to that. Um, What do you think stops people from from doing it? Whatever it is, whatever it is, everybody's got that one thing. Everybody. Everybody. So what do you think holds people back? 
lack of knowledge, knowing how to actually make it happen, and other people's opinions. Wow. So I had lack of knowledge, other people's opinions. That didn't even occur to me. So no, those, I said, you, ha- you know, you have to protect who you tell. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Right, right, right. You know, like, don't take advice from somebody that you wouldn't want to be. Right. Or, right, yeah. That didn't even enter into my thought process. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. It's a really good point. It's a really good point. It's a yeah. really good point. Like, for um, instance, when, when I talked about opening my business, my dad was like, well, when I think you're ready, I'll give you money to open a business. So, A, B, and I love my dad very, very dearly. <laughs> But B, I knew he also did not have money to give me to open a business. I was like, okay, great. And then like a couple months later, I was like, yeah, so I, I signed a lease today. Get it. I don't even right. do that. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't put other people's opinions, but I did put limiting beliefs as one of, I think that's the number one reason. And there was a comment in the chat about being told that you couldn't do it, right? So the baggage that we all bring with us, being told you're not smart enough or you're not good enough or... Do, you know, you would told you would mention the story of your first landlord. I think Beth had said, you know, a lot of businesses try here and fail, right? So it's allowing other people's opinions to impact how you believe you show up and how you will show up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to think about it. I'm really trying to think. So I don't think I let others people's opinions stop me from doing this thing. I let other people's opinions stop me from really stepping into it and really blowing it out. I have in the past. Mm-hmm. And that comes from, we've talked about this before, some of the things that you're told when you're younger stay with you a really long time. Right. It doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, if you're male or female or whatever, it's, they stay with you. So how do you come over, how do you overcome those limiting beliefs? How does one overcome those limiting beliefs? Well. I'm going to go back to something I always go back to, but I was thinking today when I was making some notes that we get caught up in this thing about self-doubt, self-doubt, self-doubt. And and what is doubt? Doubt is really when you stop and question, right? So that's really self-exploration. It's not, oh, I have self-doubt, I'm done. Close the door, close sign. Like, it's just, oh, is this the way to do this? Am I taking the right steps? It, then it's exploration. And then if you can answer all those questions, that self-doubt is somebody else's voice and you have no business listening to that. I agree. I also think much easier said than done. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I much easier said than done. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I don't want people who are listening or participating in the chat, throw us a note. If you throw us a note, let us know what you think about that. Because I'm not, we're not being cavalier saying you shouldn't worry about other people's opinions or you shouldn't let it get to you. We know that it does. But who, when you, if you do and you limit yourself and you don't step into who you know you're meant to be, who wins? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I, I say that often, especially raising kids. Like, you know, if you allow this person to keep you from this or, you know, like in bullying situations or things like that. Who 
wins if you don't stand up for yourself, if you don't advocate for yourself, if you don't do what you know is the right choice or the right thing, who who wins, right? So I don't know. I want to win, I guess. <laughs> so prove them wrong, right? I mean, right. that's really, at the end of the day, it's three simple words. Anything else on what holds us back? Oh, I wanted to talk about knowledge. Sorry, I wanted to talk about knowledge because I wrote that down. You won't be surprised. Lack of knowledge. And that's where, so that's where if you're, if there's something, if there's a big thing that you're thinking of doing and you don't have the knowledge, so that leads to overwhelm. Over, so I had three things, limited beliefs, overwhelm, and lack of knowledge. That's what I had for my three things to hold people back. So the overwhelm comes from lack of knowledge or maybe knowledge of what you're actually going to have to do. So if you don't know how to even start, that's where I would say, and Chad, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you because Chad set, put a note in the comments that he agreed with you best, that, that you keep it close to the vest and you only tell people who are going to support you. I would probably socialize it a little wider than that because you never know who's going to be able to help you. You never know who already tried it. You, already, you never know who tried it and failed. So the lack of knowledge, that's very easily overcome. Ask. Yes, ask. absolutely. Ask and have those supportive people right? That, you know, I mean, that's, we're all trying to make those relationships, right? Where we can learn from each other or ask each other for, Hey, do you know somebody who does this or can help me with that? Or, you know, it's a lot of it is about creating that safety net of, of connections with people. I also want to say Manessa, Manessa always says the best things. The people may, may not have your vision. You don't need to close your eyes because, because they don't get it because their eyes aren't open. Right. And yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So Miranda, I, I feel like we're calling out like anybody who's writing a comment, we're calling them out. Miranda, love you. She said, if those people pull your ideas, they're not your people, find better people, which leads to the more you socialize. So there's a couple of things. The more you socialize it, we're going to get into this in a minute as one of the action steps. The more you will consciously and subconsciously call those people in who will help you and support you. Right. So when you act as if you're setting the stage for actually doing it, for actually doing the thing. So that's why I'm going to say the more people you tell, the better. And also respectfully, I get why you might want to keep it a little close to the best. Yeah, I do. I get it. So let me, let me say this. I think having a support like a business network or colleagues or things like that, I think putting it out there that way is fine. But I think we all know the people in our lives who, if we go to them and say, Hey, I'm going to do this thing. And they're going to go, wow. Like at one point we didn't have this on our list for today, Nancy, but I went in with a partner and paid for a screenwriter to write a script of a book. It was an adaptation and the movie has never been made. Not that it won't be made because it could be, but I remember somebody saying, well, you know, that, hardly ever works for people like wh where do you think that's going to lead and I was like well nowhere if you were going to buy a script <laughs> but it to me it was like I met so many people and had some great experiences and I learned about script editing and this was before I was working as a writer professionally and I look back I love that journey and I don't think it's over it's a no ma'am it is not no it's not so it is all about mindset, like, which is, is kind of what you were yeah. saying that, you know, you have to work on that mindset and you have to, you can't say, oh, I'm going to be that. Per I am that person. 
Ah, hundred percent. And that is that. Yes, totally agree. Totally right. agree. Totally agree. That's a great segue. Can we segue to the? Yes. Okay. So many of you will not be surprised. I actually have a process for how to do the thing. Nice. It's 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 an acronym. D O I T. Ha ha. See what I did there? Yeah. You're not the only one that's good with words. Okay. I'm pretty no, good with words. Um, so one is D, determine the thing, right? What is it that you want to do? And Beth, this is to your point. This is speaks a little bit to something you said earlier. So for me, it's like, do I want to write a book or you need to be specific? Do I want to write, do I want to communicate my message of empowerment to women globally? That was what I wanted to do. The the book was the thing that was going to help me do that. But what you need to be specific. You can say, I want to write a book or I want to, you know, let, let's, let's go with the example of the luxury inn in Vermont. I want to open an inn. I want to open an inn in Vermont that's going to serve these people for this type of client. So you need to be pretty specific. So when you started your, that's a spade business, you probably had an ideal client in mind, right? Yes. Yes. And then, you know, as you, as you move along and actually work with people, you know, who have a pulse, then you can even fine tune that a little bit more. And I think that people drop, I think that people drop the ball there because we're so innately bred to fit in. And that's the worst thing you can do at that point. So. Totally agree. And when you determine and hone in on the thing that will help solve overwhelm. So you can say, I want to speak on stage. I want to be a speaker. Well, like that's, first of all, to who, about what, when, why, where, how. So you need to be specific. And I I truly am being a little flippant. And I, I also, I mean that if it's a side hustle, if you're in the corporate world, if it's, I want to change careers, that's great. You want to change careers so that you can what? And it's following, you have to be specific because if you're not specific, you will never do it. You'll never do it. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So then we have the O. O is own your why. Why do you want to do the thing? And that is where I agree with Beth and I agree with Chad. Your why, you choose whether or not you want to share your why. I believe you should. I believe it's it's very powerful. And I believe it should be part of everybody's marketing and everybody's advertising. Why are you doing what you're doing? Your why, and for those of you who are new here, we have a a episode about owning your why. And this is something where you drill down and drill down and drill down. Why do you want to do this? And then you ask yourself why you ask yourself why five more times. I didn't make it up. This is something that someone did with me and it was a game changer. I'm going to throw a link in the chat that I have an exercise where you can do it. That will be your true North. And that is what will drive you when you have overwhelm, when you have the haters that are going to cut you down. And when you Question your own. What when I don't know any business owner who's six months, nine months, twelve months in hasn't said, "What am I doing? Why am I doing this? This is much more work than I thought it was going to be. Why am I doing this?" So, I think owning your why is pretty important. What do you think, Beth? I agree. I agree because you know what? It is overwhelming, especially if you're somebody who goes out on your own. You are doing all the things. You don't just get to do the thing that you love and get paid for that. There's all of this other maintenance right? And administration and decisions and education and 
so many things to it that you have to really have a fire for that thing and be really clear on it. The why will carry you through when when you're ready to give up. It absolutely will. It 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 absolutely will. And it might change too over the years, which I think is pretty interesting. I think that's kind of interesting. Okay. Anything else on owning your why? No. Do you want do you actually I do want to say one more thing. I want to know your why for your for your current business, but go ahead. God, she's gonna put me on the spot on LinkedIn Live. Yep. I also think that people hold themselves back for financial reasons. Like they worry about money. How long will I make money? How will I pay my bills? Or just people who don't know about managing money or, and again, that coincides with lack of knowledge. You have to learn, right? It's one of those things, one of those tasks you have to learn. And so that's why you need to know what your why is, because you know what? There's times when the money's not coming in and you better love what you're doing <laughs> because it ebbs and flows sometimes, right? Right, right. That's a great segue actually to I, which is invest. Yes. So it's invest and I don't mean money. I mean, yes, you're going to invest time. You're going to invest resources. You are gonna, you're going to invest your life <laughs> into this thing that you're doing. You're right. betting on yourself. So you better be ready and you better be invested and you better make sure you're invested because it's going to test everything. It's going to test everything you think about yourself, everything you think you know about yourself. Um, to Beth's point about money, it's going to take some money. It doesn't matter what it is. It, you know, it's, it's going to take some money, a little bit of money. Right. Yeah. And the investing in yourself or the investing in your vision, I'm sorry, it was investing in your vision is what I wanted to say. Part of that to me is saying it out loud. And that's what we were talking about earlier is saying it out loud, socializing it with people, again, acting as if, because investing in, investing in the truth and investing in your truth and investing in, the more you make it public, the more you can't back out. So the more you say to everybody, I'm going to write a book, which is what I did, by the way, I, I put it out there. And then I was like, well, shit, now I'm going to write a book. So you can't back out when you do that. So that's another way to really invest in yourself and invest in the thing, whatever it is. Did we blow off your why? We did. No, we just didn't get to it yet. I knew you weren't going to let it go. Do you want to do the last one or do you want to do your why? The last, do you want me to go do the tea? Or you want to the do last one and then I'll, then we'll go. I'll psych myself out in the next 30 seconds. Good. Okay. Miranda, tell us what you're doing now, by the way. I think you said invest maybe in your vision. T is a tactical plan. So we have D, determine the thing. O, own your Y. I, invest in your vision. And T is your tactical plan. So I, I think the book is another really good example. I'm like, I'm going to write a book. And I'm going to self-publish it on Amazon. And I'm like, great. And then I'm like, mm, probably kind of need a plan for that. I'm not a planner. I'm really, which is ironic because I coach people how to do this all the time. So... If let's say the thing is leaving, leaving your job, you need a plan. You, you need a plan. So is because if you don't have a plan, you're going to fail. So is the plan in 2024, I'm going to be in a new job. Is the vision in 2024, I'm going to be in a job where I can leverage my strength, step into who I am and thrive at work every day. If that's the vision, what's your plan? What are you going to do? And I've had this conversation with many people. Many people, not necessarily the people I coach, because those people are, are, they come to me for a plan, 
but some good friends. And one of them is probably going to listen to this and she's going to know who she is. And I say to her, that's really great. You've been telling me this for five years. So what is your plan? What is What are the steps that you're going to do? Who are you going to network with? How are you going to figure it out? What are your milestones? What are your goals? You need a tactical plan. And if you can't if you can't figure out a tactical plan, then you need to surround yourself with people who can, or you need to ask for help, or you need to hire a coach, or you need to read a book, or you need to download one from the internet, the World Wide Web, as I like to say, or you need to do something because you need a plan, right? Yes, absolutely. You need <laughs> a plan. That's a hearty yes. I think Beth's trying to read the comments. I can tell you're trying to read the comments. Full disclosure, would you like me to tell you what I'm doing? I will. Do I? My husband's a teacher. Today was his last day. And I said, are you working a full day? He said, I don't know. I said, it looks like a full day. It's a half day. So he's just downstairs making some noise. So I was texting him and saying, hi, I'm live. Hi, could you shush? I'm live. Please shush. I mean, you're an influencer. How can you be an influencer if there's people banging things in the basement downstairs? <laughs> okay, so Suzanne, you just did it and full-time job. You just left your job and it's a full-time yes. job? She just left. You did it. You just, Suzanne just left her full-time job. Is that what she's saying? I think that's what she's saying. Bravo to Suzanne. Toast and to, you, to Suzanne. anyone else, to anyone else who listens on the podcast so, by the way, I, you know what? I'm not going to tell people I'm not really drinking. I'm going to call one of my friends that's on the chat on the – I'm going to call him out. So I'm going to ask Chad, who opened a luxury in Vermont. By the way, for those of you who are in and around New England, this place is unbelievable. It's called the Brattleboro. Go to thebrattleboro.com. I'm not even going to go on. It's unbelievable. So, Chad, what was – I think I forgot what I was going to ask you. What I, Like, what was the catalyst for you to finally do it? Suzanne left her full-time job, made a plan with dates and left her full-time job. I love it. I mean, and it can, it can look like this. And I know some of you are going to be listening to this. It can look like this. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be pretty, right? It does not have to be pretty. So Beth. Yes. What's your why? So I love to write and I've always loved to write. And I wrote personally for many, many years, but with a business background, was always curious about advertising and loved like the snappy way words go together or I could watch commercials all day. And I was like, I can write these things. I mean, I've always, you've seen me off the cuff. Oh, what do I call this thing? And I'm like, Bleh! and it just happens. And so I really wanted to do that and really be validated by being paid for it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, okay. All right. I'm not going to why you here because we all know how that can go. That's By right. the way, and if you haven't listened to the Own Your Why episode, it's our second most popular episode. It's unbelievable. I'm going to put a link to the podcast in the thing there, chat. So why do you think it was important for you to get paid for doing what you uh, love? I like to make my own money. like to make and coin. And I like to help my family when I can. And I like to go out to eat. And I like the security. I like relying on myself. I like trusting myself. Uh -huh. I love it. I love it. Do you feel that like there was a little bit of validation too when you, when you like. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
All right. So that's why. Yep. Okay. What else we got? What about you? We've talked all about me and not you. Notice how we did that there? Well, we've, I think we've talked about this before. My mission is to empower women to speak up and advocate for themselves. All my life, I saw women not do that. And I saw women very close to me not do that. And I saw the damage that I can do. And I made it my life's mission so that it does not happen to anybody else. So that any woman who is not speaking up and advocating for herself, it's not because I didn't do everything I could to help them. I mean, that's really, it's, that's right. really what it is. Right. Right. And then it, really. then it comes into the letting go piece, right? Which we'll get into. We'll dive into that in another episode. Oh, we can dive in now. You want to dive in for a few minutes? We got some minutes. Sure. Sure. Some minutes. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we've, we've talked about this quite a bit. Like there's so much still for women, for men as well, but for women generationally and what we saw and what we were told. And even though things made maybe our mothers or our grandmothers or aunts or whoever miserable and resentful, they still talk to us about doing the same thing. And so that's what we heard. And here we are going, oh, no, I'm going to live longer. Uh, Maybe I'm not going to get married. I want to be independent. I have an education. I have all these other things that my mother and grandmother didn't have. But those are like the factual things, right? And But you have these voices, right? These voices that are always going, shut up, shut the voices up. And I think that's what you have to do. I actually went through a period where I would walk around and tell the voices to shut the fudge up out loud for myself in the house. I love it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's, I meant that like, as you can see, I'm struggling with how to say this. So I, I don't want to oversimplify and say, you just have to do it because people that are listening to this are probably many of them paralyzed with fear about doing the thing, whatever it is. Maybe it's retiring early. Maybe it's leaving uh, your relationship. I I don't know, whatever it is. I think at the end of the day, you are entitled. It is your birthright to live the life you were meant to live. And at the end of your life, if you don't and or didn't and you have regrets, that's not on anybody else except for you. Right. It's not. Like Oprah, look at Oprah, you know, she, she was born into nothing. Right. So I I think that, that the determine your, determine what the thing is, own your why, invest in the vision, the tactical plan, all that, that's, that's great. And that's the plan. And at the end of the day, I would add that the only one responsible for your success and happiness is you. Right. And that's where you need to do the, the mindset work is. Why are you holding yourself back? Exactly. And I don't know about other people. I I think most people will agree with me. I don't really want to die a martyr. I don't, I don't need that. (laughs) That's not what I want. Put my tombstone. My my theoretical tombstone. Martyr. No. Nope. She went for it. I did. She went for it, right? Um, so... I want to recognize that I had asked Chad what, what the catalyst was for him to open this luxury in Vermont. He was tired of working for corporate 
and not feeling like he was valued. So, and that his, and that his skills were being pushed aside. This happens every day, sometimes all day for people in corporate America. And I don't know, Suzanne, I'm sure part of this was her reason for leaving her full-time job that when you don't feel valued, it is time to go. It is time to go. That's, <laughs> and, and if you wait too long, it'll be too late. It'll be too late. Mm-hmm. It'll be too late. And you'll look back on a 30 year career and say, wow, I was miserable for half of that. And I never really tapped my own, my own potential. You just have to do it. Yep. I agree. So what's, what's call to actions at the end of every one of our podcasts, we have a call to action. I have a couple that I wrote down and now cannot find. So do you have any? Do I have a call to action? So I think, think of the things we listed as the different stuff that holds you back, right? What is challenging you? So do you have a support system? Look around and start to build your support system. Okay. Build right. your support system. Yeah. Right. Make a list. Like everybody get a notebook, get a nice little notebook like this and make it the my business notebook. I did that. I did that. I had a notebook. It was called Nancy 2.0. Mm-hmm. I did that. And all of my ideas about all this stuff would go into that notebook and people that I wanted to talk to would go into that notebook. That's wild. Like that's wild. Yeah. Start it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Love it. So, and then actually when you have a notebook, you can go through your wonderful system of DOIT, but mm-hmm. where do you have money from? Like put things where you can see it, right? Make, lists do organize things in any way that you need to to work efficiently right you hear people talk about stuff and it's like oh can you show me that plan oh i didn't write it down what (laughs) put in your computer get a notebook scribble it on some kitchen scraps just get it down on paper somewhere honest honestly i had post-its everywhere and i'm like many a little notebook am i the only one by the way that when i buy a new notebook i'm like i'm on top of the world i can do anything i am going to own this project Absolutely. New notebook, forget it. I'm unstoppable. Um, I would add to take one small step, which could be buying the notebook or right or or whatever. One small step. So one small step. It could be anything. It could be set up the coffee talk with the person who has the company or the job you want. It could be Stick to your boundaries so that after five o'clock every day, you can work on your side hustle. It could be, it could be anything. I would say pick one small thing. Right. Pick one small thing. I have one other. Can I give one other? Of course you can. I have a friend who many, many years ago, we trained for the Chicago marathon, half marathon together. No, maybe it was a no half marathon. Anyway, we trained for something together. And you know, when, when I say socialize the idea and start talking about yourself, like you're doing it, or you've already done it, like. I'm a public speaker or I'm a whatever, whatever the case may be. We were training and I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I hope she does. She was a dancer her whole life. And while we were running, she said, I am a runner and a dancer. And I'll never forget it because it was, and it was a long time ago. Cause I'm like, this is her identifying as being a runner. It's while we were running this road race, which I think it was really hot or we were miserable for whatever reason. And, um, I remember I'm like, yeah, that's, this is her identity. She's a runner and a dancer. Whatever it is, start talking about yourself as if it's who you are because it is who you are. It is who you are. Whether mm-hmm. or not you action that is a whole other story, right? Right. right. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and get help. That's what I'd say to that. 
That's right. Yep. Find your people, get some support and some help, educate yourself where you need to, do it. Do it, as Chad just said. We're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes. I'd love to give the people that are attending on the live the opportunity to throw anything they want to into the chat. In the meantime, I would like to say happy anniversary to my partner, my podcast partner in crime, Bethy. Happy anniversary, Nance. Don't spill your kombucha. lost my kombucha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for the podsters who are listening to this after the fact, we missed you. I got quite a few texts, actually, from people who wanted to join live, but they couldn't. You can find us. We're going to put some things in the show notes on where to find us. Ironically, Kathleen, hi. Ironically, I am having a retreat in the fall. And here's what's ironic. The name of this retreat is the Do The Thing Retreat. That's one of the reasons I was so excited that that was the number one topic at the time. So this is for anybody who is on the precipice of doing something big. This will get you over that hump. It's two and a half days. I'm going to put a link to the pre-reg to get on the wait list for when the doors open. I'm going to put that in the comments. Sign up for it if you want to if if you want to do the thing. Sometimes you just need help. Admit you need help, right? What else? So I gonna have a new website very soon. Oh yeah, when's that launching? Well, I'm waiting for some writing from my copywriter, which is her. Everybody. Yep. I just have last minute things. Very close. Very close. So I don't very know. Close. A couple of weeks. Sometimes. Put a July. date on that. Let's put a date on that. Before I go on vacation, that's for sure. By Ju- by July 21st, how's that? By July 21st. See what she did there, Suzanne? You inspired her. That's right. So before July 21st, you can still go to Beth's website. But after July 21st, it'll be even better. It'll be the new fancy website. New services, a couple of new services. Not going to tell Great. you anything. Oh, all right. You're going to have to go to the website. Next week's topic is probably going to be how to let go of what is no longer serving you. Wow, do I love that topic. Wow, do I love that topic. Your world will change the minute you can do that, right? Yep. And I think that's it. Are we Are we peace out? Are we peace outing? Peace out, year one. Peace out, year one. Thank you, everybody. We love you. That's a wrap, Podsters. If you were thinking of someone as you were listening to this, share it. If you nodded along and even shouted out a couple of yes, leave us a review. Please, please, please. If you want to make sure you don't miss next week's episode, hit that follow button. And you can find us everywhere. And if you would like to learn more about us and exactly what we do, take a look in the show notes for our deets. See you next week. week. Podsters.